What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And this week it is episode 165. It seems like a lot of podcasts. Uh, and it's another one of our revisited series this time around. Every couple of months we, we take one of the really heavy hitting big name games that we talked about in the infant days of Remember the Game. And we revisit it. We kind of give it its due, almost like a remaster of our early episodes. Um, and it's not to come down on my guests from those early episodes or anything like that. It's not like that at all. It's just that we didn't know what we were doing back then. We still don't, but we fake it much better now than we did back in the early days. So this time around, we're taking another look at not only a game from the early days of the podcast, but an entire series that we covered all the way back on episode 8. Jesus, that's over three years ago. My buddy and former Remember the Game Hall of Famer, Mark McHugh, is my guest this time around. And we're talking Mario Party, as you might have guessed from the music you just heard and the title of this episode. And you know what? It's been so long since we covered the original, uh, since we covered Mario Party for the first time on the podcast. Mark was still in the Hall of Fame when we covered Mario Party the first time. It's been that long so this franchise is near and dear to my heart as i'm sure it is to many of yours it isn't perfect it's had some high high highs and some fucking low lows looking at you wii u this time around i like the wii u but mario party on the wii u fucking sucked but you know what every time they announce a new Mario Party game, people get excited. I do. Every time I hear they're coming up, I get fired up for it. And I just have some phenomenal memories of playing these games back in the day. And of course, I had some holes burnt in my palm, as I'm sure many of you did. And we didn't complain. We didn't complain about it because we knew that sometimes you have to put up with a little pain to enjoy the finer things in life. And we're going to get there in just a minute because speaking of suffering through a little bit of pain before you get to the finer things, it's time for yet another edition of the Remember the Game infamous intro. That was a good one. I liked that one. Uh, Listen, if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. Consider this your warning. Our intros are fairly long. They're a little beefy, but they don't suck. They're fun. They're like when Toad explains the rules of Mario Party at the very beginning of the game, but just a little bit less annoying. Same kind of annoying voice, but not as shitty as Toad explaining the rules of Mario Party. Uh, We have merch. New merch. All kinds of merch. Hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, tank tops. Rocking badass art drawn by my man Joe over at 4545creative.com. We just launched our Sega Dreamcast Never Forget shirt, which is going over like wildfire. Uh, if you don't remember, the Sega Dreamcast launched 22 years ago on 9999, and so we've launched a Never Forget Memorial Sega Dreamcast shirt. You can see that, and you can see all of our rad. There's video game mashups where we take iconic characters and squish them together. There's just art from Remember the Game. We have our Console War Veteran shirt available over there. Really cool stuff. You can find it at RememberTheGamePodcast.com if you're interested. It's a great way to support the show. And of course, if you don't like clothes, uh, you can always just support us on Patreon. That's the cheapest way. It's the easiest way. You get a ton of stuff for it. Um, It's only $2 US a month for the month, not a week or anything for the month. That's got to be fucking pennies a day and in exchange for that you'll get two additional podcasts every week you'll get exclusive access to my gaming news podcast game patch every single friday where i look back at the biggest news from the world of video games over the past seven days and you'll get a look or you'll get exclusive access to my gaming discussion show expansion pass every thursday 
So for that two bucks a month, you now get podcasts Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. You also get instant access to the entire back catalog. Well over 100 podcasts sitting there waiting for you. Uh, this past week on Expansion Pass, we talked about things that we preferred about gaming in the old days. Because gaming today is great, no question. But if you didn't grow up gaming in the pre-internet era... You missed out a little bit, Uh, and as is becoming tradition during the intro here, it's a quick sneak peek of last week's expansion pass, Things We Miss About Retro Gaming. Back in the day, you bought a video game. Look, David Phillips worded it just as well as I'm going to. David Phillips wrote in on Patreon and said, I miss, or I miss just putting the game, I can't wear my headphones. I have my headphones on while I'm recording and it's just throwing off my fucking balance and everything here. And I feel like someone's going to sneak up behind me and stab me in my fucking eye. And my bad eye is on the door side. It doesn't work. So I wouldn't be able to tell if someone was coming in. Okay, that's not what David Phillips' comment was. If you guys are like, man, David went on a fucking rant. That wasn't what he said at all. David Phillips wrote in on Patreon and said, I miss just putting the game into my NES, my SNES, or the disc into the computer and it just worked right away. No downloads, no patches, and even better, the game started right when i turned on the power i missed that holy fuck david that one was the first thing i wrote down when i was coming up with ideas we got a few people that wrote in about the same thing no day one patches you could just turn on a game and it fucking worked so that was last week's episode and now for this week's episode it's finally time For Gaming Confessions Part 2. Last year, we did a Gaming Confessions episode where our listeners wrote in confessing their game shames. I judged them all accordingly. And that episode is probably the expansion pass people bring up the most. That is like our most popular episode. People talk about it all the time. And it has literally been a year. It's been one calendar year since we did it. And it is time to do it again. Gaming Confessions Part 2 will go live tomorrow. Thursday, September 16th. So again, two bucks gets you instant access to that. Tons of old podcasts, two additional ones every week, plus access to our Discord service, the chance to vote in our Patreon polls at the beginning of every episode, the ability to submit comments and questions for all of our shows. You can DM with me and you'll get a shout out and get to hear me mispronounce your name just like I'm about to do to a whole bunch of these people. And I think someone signed up this morning, so I'm just making sure I refresh it so that I don't miss any shout outs as I go through this. And, 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 and my computer's for, oh, there we go. Okay, yes. So a huge thank you to all of our newest patrons, John Colossi, Quest, Gregory Harvey, Stefan Lewis, Yankee Doodle Randy, Bobo, Clayton Robertson, Jason Sika, Martin Pinchier, I'm sure I said your last name wrong, Martin, and Andrew Lohus. I'm also sure I said your last name wrong, Andrew, but thank you all so much and welcome to Remember the Game Industries, patreon.com slash remember the game if you're interested in getting a ton of extra podcasts. I have a P.O. box. You can find the full address at rememberthegamepodcast.com. Shoot me just a postcard or a letter. Let me know where you're listening from. I'll send you a postcard back. We'll be best friends. And you can find me on Twitch. If you go to twitch.tv, look for member the game, not remember. I don't even, I've dropped my affiliate status. I'm not after your subs or your money. I just hop on there once in a while and stream and you can come by and shoot the shit with me and it's good time so throw me a follow on there you'll know when i'm online that's enough blowing myself let's blow some of you by blowing in the cartridge it is our opening segment here on the show i read a few comments and questions from our patrons usually gaming related but not always and we call this segment blowing in the cartridge he blows all right he blows big time that's it honey get into the spirit 
Let's blow, and our first blower this week is Leakified. Leakified? I hope I said that right, Leak. And Leakified said, if you had to pick one alternate universe to be stuck in, which would it be? A world full of Saturnians that continually browbeat Mario, Mega Man, and the Ninja Turtles and don't let you play any games. Ugh. The magical world of Echo the Dolphin, where you get to be Echo with the shitty controls or with the world as it's laid out size-wise and character-wise. Or Mario is Missing, where you can be Luigi looking for Mario. Choose wisely, my friend. Honestly, if, I, if my choice is to be Luigi and Mario is Missing, be Echo and Echo the Dolphin, or be surrounded by Sega Saturn fans that always just shit on my favorite games and don't let me play any of them, I will just off myself, I think. That sounds like the best scenario, but I'll play if I, I'll give you, you know, if I have to pick between one of those three, I think I'm going to go with being Luigi and Mario is missing because you said, I'm not going to fucking listen to the Saturnian shit on all my favorite games and not let me play them. And God damned if I'm going to be Echo the Dolphin because then I, I can't play video games either. I'm a dumb fish and I just swim around blowing air at crystals or whatever the fuck it is echo does at least if i'm luigi looking for mario once i find him or give up i should be able to go play video games because i i'm a human with hands so i'm gonna go with that one but jesus that was a fucking i think that's your first comment leak and if it is it's a rough fucking start my friend angry ticks wrote in and said your love of the ninja turtles is well known but what other shows did you enjoy watching growing up as canadians we had some canada specific shows as well i remember shows like mr dress up fred penner's place the raccoons inspector gadget the beetlejuice cartoon and reboot i was also all in on the original mighty morphin power rangers i'm a little younger than you as i was born in 85 and i'm curious how much if any that makes a difference in the show we watched I hope this post provided you with a little nostalgia. That provided me with a fucking ton of nostalgia, angry ticks. And I literally watched every single show you listed off. Mr. Dress Up, Fred Penner's Place, The Raccoons, maybe the greatest fucking theme song ever with The Raccoons. Uh, Inspector Gadget, The Beetlejuice Cartoon, and Reboot. I watched all of those. In addition, obviously, I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. My other go-to cartoon when I was a kid was The Real Ghostbusters. I would put that cartoon right up on par with Ninja Turtles as far as like the two shows that I watched the most by a mile. And then also, uh, I talked about this once before, but I watched a lot of My Pet Monster when I was a kid. That was a great fucking show. I watched DuckTales a lot when I was a show or kid. I watched Chippendale Rescue Rangers a lot. Uh, Goof Troop was a big one. Darkwing Duck was a big one. I fucking, all of you that yell at me that I haven't watched movies, and we actually have a question about that I'll get to in a minute. I didn't watch movies because I was either playing video games or watching stupid cartoons instead. I watched a lot of, you know what though? I never watched He-Man, I never watched Tiger Cats, and I never watched G.I. Joe uh, or Transformers. So you can yell at me if you want to. I just never got into any of those shows. I would rather just watch Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters. That was, that was my jam. Oh, and of course the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Uh, which sucked every time it was Zelda, but that's uh, that's an episode for another day. Uh, Johnny CCDC wrote in and said, I may have missed you talking about this already in an Expansion Pass podcast, but did you hear that the Game Boy and Game Boy Color may be getting added to the Nintendo Switch? A lot of people don't seem too hyped for that move, but I'm all for it. I have so many great memories of traveling with some incredible handheld classics, and I'm looking forward to revisiting them on the Switch. What are your thoughts? And if this is true, what are the chances of seeing a Game Boy Advance being added to the Pantheon? Great work as always, brother. Love your show. Thanks, Johnny. We have talked about it on Game Patch a little bit. I absolutely think the Game Boy and Game Boy Color thing is real. I think those games will be on Switch before the end of September, personally. And I'm all for it. My big question is, is the Pokemon games going to be included? Because those are the ones a lot of people are asking for. Those are probably the ones that I want the most, as well as like Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow. 
And I'm not, I don't know. I'm not, I can't decide if I think those will be included or not. I don't, I don't know. If they're included, this is fucking huge. If they're not, then I think it's still neat, but like the Kirby's, the Mario's, the Zelda's, the Metroid, you know, like the Nintendo owned stuff is neat, but I would, I want Pokemon ahead of any of those. So I'm interested to see. And do I think Game Boy Advance games are going to be added? This has been a hotter topic, a bit of a discussion. I don't. And the reason for that is because, first of all, I think those games have held up well enough that they could get away with reselling them. And if Nintendo can get away with reselling them, as they've proven in the past, they're going to resell them. And also, like, Game Boy games are pretty short, by and large. I know Pokemon isn't, but most of the Game Boy games aren't the longest games in the world. Whereas Game Boy Advance games, there's, and here's your one per episode, there's some meat on the bone on those games. So if they drop Game Boy Advance games onto the Switch Online and it's included with your $20 a year online membership, I wonder if they worry that that might take away from people buying so many games because they've got games to play from the Game Boy Advance. They have these big, full games to play from the Game Boy Advance. You know what I mean? Like a Metroid Fusion or, I mean, insert your favorite, you know, Mario Kart or whatever. Insert your favorite Game Boy Advance game here. So I don't think Game Boy Advance games are, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think GBA games are coming. I do think Game Boy and Game Boy Color games are coming. And my excitement level is somewhat dependent on whether or not we get Pokemon included with them. But I do think they're going to happen. Kaiser Dragon wrote in and said, Hey, Adam, I hope your weekend at the comic convention went well. It did. Thanks, dude. A uh, quick question for you. Have you played or heard anything about Tribes of Midgard? It's an action survival RPG with some minor roguelike elements. Its setting is Norse mythology, and you play as a Viking who's defending your village from Ragnarok and giants who come to destroy it. I'm absolutely obsessed with it now. It's a little repetitive, but something about it just keeps me hooked and keeps me playing. I'm usually not one to level up my season pass and grind out to max level, but this is one of the only games I've ever tried to get there. I highly recommend it. Also, on a side note, my pal showed me his Slay the Spire game and i'm going to get it now it's simple but great i understand why it's the unofficial official game of remember the game industries so first of all yeah if you're newer to the podcast play slay the spire i will never stop sucking that game's dick i never could be soft they're sleeping still fucking down my throat i don't give a shit um as far as tribes of midgard i have not played it i have seen it i saw it in a few previews leading up to its release it i thought it came across as kind of diablo-y but like with vikings and stuff like that maybe i'm reading it wrong that's really not my type of game it doesn't really click with me but i will say i i'm I'm, i think the art style of it looks great and i think it looks like a really quality game i just don't know if it's my genre my type of game specifically but uh i i do think it looks very cool so sorry to yeah I, i don't know i don't know if i should even say sorry but yeah i haven't played it i don't think i'm going to play it but i do think it looks neat and i am aware of it and slay the spire is awesome couple more here quickly and we'll move on. Raul wrote in and said, took a bit for this generation of games to get going, but after that PlayStation showcase and what Microsoft and Nintendo have already revealed, I think it's safe to say the next few years will be amazing. I can't even begin to think what the big three will deliver from 2023 and beyond. What is your most anticipated upcoming game? That is, a like, I mean, in the next few months, it's Back for Blood and Deathloop, which is out right now. And I'm actually, like, it's downloading as I record this. I can't wait to play it. But if we're talking over the next couple of years, I mean, Gotham Knights has me excited. Spider-Man 2 fucking has me excited. I'm excited for Halo Infinite. Dying Light 2 has me hot and horny. That fucking Marvel Midnight Suns XCOM-style Marvel game sounds like it has a lot of potential. 
But I think if you were to put a gun to my head and oh, Horizon, I can't wait for God of War, I can't wait for. Fuck me, is it good? Breath of the Wild Two is coming. Like, holy fuck! If I had to pick a game right now, though, if you were like, you got to pick one. What's your most anticipated upcoming game? It's Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, and I don't think we're playing that before like 2024. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. Holiday 2023 at the absolute earliest. But that's probably the game I'm most excited for, is Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. Plus every single game I just listed off, plus probably 300 others that I fucking forgot to mention. There's just, I agree with you, Raul. There's so many fucking insane games coming out over the next couple of years. It's going to be, it's going to be a good fucking time to be a gamer, kids. I'm telling you. The AW game I'm excited about, the new wrestling game, just so many, so many. Titan 420 said a trailer for the new Matrix movie dropped this week. Needless to say, it looks pretty good in my opinion. I know you're not a big movie guy, but I'm just wondering if you've seen the original three Matrix movies. What do you think of them? And what do you think of the new trailer? Uh, So for those of you that don't know, I don't watch a lot of movies. I always get yelled at for never seeing movies. And you can add Matrix to the list. I did see the first Matrix way back like in high school when it came out, but I don't really remember anything about it. And I haven't seen the other ones. So I I haven't seen the trailer. Um, I think it, it sounds like it's going over pretty well. People seem to be excited about it, but I, I really do want to get around to at least watching the original matrix again. Cause I'm a big, like not advocate, but I'm fascinated by simulation theory and stuff like that. And my understanding is that's kind of what matrix has, you know, it's kind of tied into that, but I haven't seen them. So you guys can just yell at me, go ahead, fucking send me your emails. Remember the game at gmail.com fucking yell at me. You haven't seen matrix. I get yelled at all the time for movies. Finally, before we get out of this segment, it's letter time. It's letter time. And Bobo wrote in and said, Hey, Adam. I love that name. Not Adam, Bobo. Adam's a stupid name. Uh, hey, Adam. I have a what if question that I've always wondered. In the early 90s, I remember seeing my Genesis game stack up and almost, almost every game had the EA logo on it. I'd list them, but I couldn't do it justice and I'd miss a ton, a ton, but they also had pro players licenses for sports to go with your favorite sports or as well. So your favorite sports players appeared in their games, but not others. Here's my what if, what if EA had released a console and made all those games exclusive? Where would that have left the Super Nintendo and the Genesis? Would they have survived to the next generation? I know everyone dumps on EA now, but in the 90s, they were the go-to company. You knew you were getting a good game, and back then, also it was also unique since they took risks as well. Keep up the good work, Bobo. Uh, dude, that's a fascinating question. What if EA had released their own console in the 90s. Because the thing is, is you're right. Listen, by today's standards, we all think of the idea of like EA releasing a console today. And you'd probably have to pay like, you want to use the B button on your controller? It's $2.99 a month. Or you wanted to A, it's fuck, you know how they are. It's fucking EA. They nickel and dime you as much as they can. But you are right, dude. In the 90s, with the NHL games and the Maddens and stuff like EA, was like EA Sports, it's in the game. Like we all fucking loved EA back then. I don't know because I I don't without having this like I won't listen I I like sports games but personally if you had told me back then like you can have a Super Nintendo with all the Nintendo games and stuff but no sports games you can have a Genesis with all their games but without the EA sports games or you can have an EA console with the sports games I EA's console would probably be my number three because I I love Nintendo too much I think the Super Nintendo would have been fine I, I frankly think the Genesis would have suffered more because I think when you think of the Genesis library, you think of Sonic, you think of the Disney games, and you think of sports games. So if they lost all their sports games, that would be a big blow to the Genesis. But I don't know how many people would have bought a console just for sports games. Maybe I'm wrong. 
So I think Nintendo would have been okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I think Nintendo would have been, okay, so the problem then is let's just say Genesis loses a portion of their player base to the EA console because EA was such a big part of the Genesis's platform. Now are they the powerhouse that they became because Nintendo kind of slacked off in the early days of the Super Nintendo and then the Genesis put the fear of God in them and got them moving. So does the Genesis put the fear of God into Nintendo if they don't have all their sports games? And if that's the case, does Nintendo kick it into full gear? Though Genesis scaring them, I, I honestly think that would have done more harm than good. I think that the 90s played out exactly how we wanted them to, with Sega standing up and threatening Nintendo. And I don't think Sega could have done that without their EA titles. So I, I think that would have been a bad thing. So I'm kind of glad that they didn't do that, to be honest with you. Plus, God forbid EA was still making fucking consoles today. Oh, God. You'd have to buy loot packs to fucking see what ga- like games would come in loot packs. You wouldn't be able to just buy a game. You'd have to buy fucking packs of cards with games on them. They'd be like $200 a pack. Fucking EA. Can't spell greasy. Without EA, those motherfuckers. Uh, That'll do it for blowing in the cartridge this week. Thank you to everyone that wrote in. I appreciate it very much. Let's change things up and let's get into our smash hit segment, the official game show of Remember the Game Industries. Play one, remake one, erase one. And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with our theme music. That was another show I watched back in the day. It was Classic Concentration. Uh, the rules are simple. Every week, I give our listeners three retro video games. They can play one as it was released. They can remake one as a modern game. And the third game is a race from time forever. And as always, there are no wrong answers, but there is a correct one. We'll get there in just a minute. And this week, since we're talking Mario Party on the show, which is one of my absolute all-time favorite multiplayer games or franchises, especially on the Nintendo 64, I figured I would go with my three favorite multiplayer games from the Nintendo 64, which is WWF No Mercy, Mario Kart 64, and GoldenEye 007. And uh, I thought this would be a tough decision for everyone. Obviously, it wasn't. I did a bad job. Our winner had 54%. Of the votes. And the thing is, there's there's six options on the poll when you take every combination of play, remake, and erase. There's six options. So if you get like 30% of the vote, that's a big win. 54% was huge. Most of you would play Mario Kart, remake GoldenEye, and erase WWF No Mercy. And at first, I was like, you guys are all fucking insane. Certainly not what I would do. But then I got thinking about it, and I was like, I get it. If you're not a wrestling fan, WWF No Mercy means nothing to you. If you are a wrestling fan, then you know the magnificence that is WWF No Mercy. But otherwise, I get that it's not a big deal. GoldenEye and Mario Kart cast a much bigger net over the gaming world than WWF No Mercy does. They appeal more to the masses. So I understand the logic. Uh, I'll let a few of you defend your votes here before I tell you what the right answer is. Yankee Doodle Randy wrote in and said, I never cared for wrestling, so erase that one. I'm sorry, Adam. Remake GoldenEye because I'd love to see updated graphics and gameplay on the first shooter that I ever played, and that leaves Mario Kart to just play, although the Nintendo 64 version is probably my least favorite of the series, and if we're talking Nintendo 64, Diddy Kong Racing is more fun. Plus, we sort of have a remake with Mario Kart 8 on the Switch. So, man, so Diddy Kong Racing won our Patreon poll this month, and I'm going to fire it up this week, and I'm really excited to finally see what all the hubbub is about. But I can live with all your logic. And, like, if people are racing WWF No Mercy, I think people expected me to lose my shit. Like, Yankee Doodle Randy apologized. I'm good with that. If you weren't a wrestling fan, WWF No Mercy probably means nothing to you. So I can live with that. Everybody likes Mario Kart, and everyone likes shooting people. (laughs) That's morbid as fuck but not everybody likes pro wrestling so i I can understand that now rage mo wrote in 
and said, I know you being a wrestling fan will probably place all of these results on double, triple, extra strict probation. But the fact is, Mario Kart 64 and GoldenEye are two of the best games of all time, right out inventing or revamping their respective genres, regardless of platform. So I play or remake either GoldenEye or Mario Kart, but erase the wrestling thing slash game. You know what's going to get you on double secret probation, Rage Mo? It's not erasing the wrestling game. I can live with that. What gets you on double secret probation is disrespecting the rules and just saying, I don't know, play or remake one of GoldenEye and Mario Kart. I don't really care. That's not how this works. You don't go to McDonald's and when they're like, what do you want? You're like, ah, some kind of burger with a side. You got to pick and you got to assign the individual topics to the individual games. So if you would come in here and said you'd play and remake GoldenEye and Mario Kart or vice versa, I'd have no problem with that. But to just nonchalantly throw them out there with the two titles, boom, double secret probation. And I'm sorry I had to do that, but you can join the literally rest of our fucking community. It feels like everyone that listens to this podcast has been put on double secret probation at some point. Welcome to the team, Rage Mo. Go rage over there on your fucking probation. Dan S. wrote in and said, Play Goldeneye. I still play this game every couple years. Even without anyone to multiplayer with, the first two-thirds of the single player is rock solid and fun. Remake Mario Kart 64. Just drop the Mario Kart 8 graphics into this and shovel it out for 50 bucks. I'd buy it. Yeah, I would too. And then erase WWF No Mercy. The Nintendo 64 had great wrestling games, but I don't like wrestling very much. I'm also no longer forced to play wrestling games at my grandma's house with my cousin, so I'll erase this one. So the reason I read your comment, Dan, is because I agree. Dude, if you took Mario Kart 64 and literally just made it into Mario Kart 8 and re-released it at full price, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. I love that game so much that I'd be like, I don't give a shit. I'll pay you for it. That's fine. Now, fortunately, not everybody is erasing No Mercy. Pi Messiah wrote in and said, play WWF No Mercy. I don't think I could choose to remake this due to wanting to keep it as it is. It reflects those times in its current state, and for me, that's where the nostalgia lies in these older graphic, in those older graphics. Remake GoldenEye. I absolutely love this game, and I spent hours with it, but as much of a Nintendo 64 kid that I am, this game would do so much better in a modern-day coat of paint with modern controller, for fuck's sakes. And then erase Mario Kart 64. It just give us a newer entry in the series for the Switch. Erasing it, it wouldn't erase the series since it started on the Super Nintendo, so canceling out a console generation would still keep the series intact. Now, there's my fear, Pi, Messiah, because we've never set an official ground fool if you erase a game, does it erase the future of the franchise? If you drop Mario Kart 64, does the franchise live on? That's, I mean, I wouldn't erase Mario Kart 64 anyway, but that makes me nervous. I can't play with that fire. I can't do it. Shannon Willis said, you're so wrong for this one, Adam. I got to play Mar- or I'm gonna play Mario Kart, remake Goldeneye and Erase No Mercy. Goldeneye already got a remake and it's very good. And I can get by on WCW NWO Revenge, WrestleMania 2000, and SmackDown vs. Raw. I love No Mercy, but it's got to go this time. And you know what, Shannon? Of all the people that erased WWF No Mercy, your take was the one I was most able to get on board with. Because you're right, losing No Mercy fucking sucks, but you do still have WCW NWO Revenge and WrestleMania 2000. So it's, you still have some pretty good fucking wrestling games on the 64 if you get rid of it. I can, I can live with that. Davey Boy said, great one this week. I'd play WWF No Mercy because it's a Nintendo 64 wrestling game. I'd remake GoldenEye because it's showing its age and it'd be awesome, made it an up-to-date shooter. And then I would erase Mario Kart because we still have past and future ones to go play. I can't decide on that, but fuck, I, that's the, I mean, listen, like I would erase... If it was a, if I had to erase two of them, uh, then I'd probably erase Mario. I I don't know if I can erase Mario Kart 64. I'm too scared of the future. Like 
If erasing Mario Kart 64 meant I never get another Mario Kart, I can't. I wouldn't chance it. I, w- I would erase No Mercy reluctantly because I can't chance. Fortunately, I only have to erase one, so I, I'm not erasing Mario Kart. Fuck that. And then finally, Rob Serino wrote in and said, WCW was better than WWE in that era, so erase No Mercy. I didn't play the GoldenEye update, so I'll have to say remake that, and Mario Kart is fine as it is, but Diddy Kong was better. Boah. Rob, to say WCW was better than WWE when they were at one point, but to say that when No Mercy came out, that is a that's a super spicy take, my friend. I you're ta- ooh, you're talking David Arquette World Heavyweight Champion era. I don't, I don't. They went out of business for a reason. I do miss WCW. Uh, my choice for my order personally everybody was the distant runner up on the poll it only had 19% of the vote but Jerry Robinson and many of you felt the same way as me Jerry said I love all three of these games I played them all I 100% completed them all and it's really hard with two of them since they can be played or remade but that said I'm going to play Mario Kart we all know how fucking great it is as well as the success leading into current gen it could also be put into the remake for for nostalgia but I'm going to remake No Mercy although I'm fine playing it as it is I love the WWE and this game for years years created a wrestler named magic it looked like jeff hardy but his moveset looked more like Shawn michaels and the finisher was this tunner because why the fuck not i loved creating wrestlers on that game too and then i'm sad to say it but erase golden eye i loved it and even when my cousins and i printed out cheat codes from cheatcc.com i remember that site for all the codes and we had all the papers entering them making sure we had them right uh you know what uh it does suck to erase one of these, but I agree with you, Jerry, and everyone that voted that way. Personally, I would play Mario Kart 64 primarily just because I'm going to use my remake on No Mercy, and I'm again, I'm terrified that if I erase Mario Kart, I kill Mario Kart forever. It's a chance I'm not willing to take. So I'll play Mario Kart, I'll remake No Mercy, because it's one of my favorite games of all time, and I just want it with a modern roster. That's all you have to do. You don't have to change anything else. Just add a modern roster to it. And then I'd race GoldenEye 007 because, well, it's awesome... I think it plays like the same way Turnip tastes today. It plays like Turnip tastes, and I've, I can't do it. I can't do it. Plus, I've never seen GoldenEye 007 the movie either. It's another one you can all yell at me for. So I have no real attachment to the source material. I do love that game. But of the three, that's the one I'm willing to risk losing. So, uh, as always, thank you to everybody that played. What have I been playing over the last week? Then we'll get into Mario Party. Not very much, because I've had a lot of stuff going on around here with house renovations and car repairs and i was in the road or on the road going to calgary for an expo uh but i have been playing a lot of final fantasy 10 on my switch as you guys know I'm, I'm in the middle of a playthrough of that so we can talk about it i have diddy kong racing sitting here i am gonna fire it up i think i'm gonna finish final fantasy 10 off and i've put a lot of hours into it lately and then i'm gonna get into diddy kong racing but i'll get into that in the next week or so because it won the patreon poll and death loop is downloading on my PS5 as we talk right now, so I'm definitely going to be playing that this week, one of my most anticipated games of the year. But I haven't been playing very much. I just Mostly Final Fantasy X. I just haven't had a lot of time to play. Uh, that's it. Let's talk Mario Party. That's why you guys are here, our revisited series. I always like to give a few members of our community a chance to sound off before I uh, get rambling myself. Tom Calvert wrote in about the Mario Party franchise and said, the timing of this episode is perfect. I just took my girlfriend to a barcade for our two-year anniversary where they had a range of retro consoles set up. I went straight to the Nintendo 64 and fired up Mario Party. She absolutely hated that controller, but got used to it and we had a blast and got very drunk in the process. I love this game the first three entries on the nintendo 64 are still some of the best although i personally think mario party 4 is the greatest so many memories and i can't wait to get the remember the game review yeah fuck yeah i can get on board with everything you just said tom i personally like 
The original, as you guys are about to hear, the original trilogy on the 64 and then the GameCube ones are by far my favorites. Although I do think Super Mario Party on the Switch had a lot of potential and I just think Nintendo kind of dropped the ball on it a little bit. Uh, Michael Mathis wrote in and said, this is the game that separated the weak from the strong. If you wanted to win, you had to sacrifice your body on some of those mini games. It was what made the difference between winning and losing. Watching that joystick wear down and create a layer of dust was a magical moment. It's still a fun game, but it definitely got better in later iterations. Oh, Early later, but then later, later, I feel like it kind of fell off a cliff, personally. Kelly wrote in and said, I have been excited to talk about this one. I've never had a year-by-year experience with Mario Party. I can't have played it more than five times, but I've absolutely loved every second I've spent playing those games. There's not a single more charming party game out there. It's a masterpiece of a franchise. I went to a friend's house like two years ago, and we spent hours and hours playing Mario Party 5 and letting their younger brother play with an unplugged controller. That's a power move. We've all done that. Or maybe you were the younger brother or sister that got that unplugged controller. That's a... Oh, that's one of my favorite memories, the unplugged controller. Seth Mayfield wrote in and said, This series has always been one of my favorites to bust out when you just want to have silly fun with friends or family. I have two issues, though. I hated when they put all the characters in one cart together rather than letting each player move around the board individually. And the fact that we haven't gotten any DLC for the Switch version, like new boards or characters, is absolute ass. There's so much potential there, and I'd be more than happy to pay for that shit. Seth, you're going to like this episode, because I... It's almost like you've already heard it because everything you just said is about to get said by Mark McHugh and I. Swanee said the GameCube era was where this franchise truly shined. Invite a few friends over with the Wavebird controllers. Fucking rights. Crank it up to 50 turns and watch your friendships be torn to shreds. The Switch version was a huge disappointment. There was just not a lot to it. There were very few game boards and they got old quick. I will be keeping an eye on the new Superstars though. That seems promising, but we'll for sure wait for reviews on that before picking it up. I... I'm very cautiously excited about the upcoming Superstars version of Mario Party as well, Swanee. But same, I'm definitely going to wait on reviews. I, I thought Super Mario Party was good. I just thought they kind of half-assed it and they didn't support it like they should have. Hopefully that's not the case with Superstars. And then finally, <laughs> my favorite comment this week, Keegs in his stupid arrow handle wrote in and just said, this episode isn't even out and it put a hole in my hand. God damn right. We've all got the scars. We all earned the scars. Let's talk Mario Party. I'm going to queue up that classic Mario Party music. Ah, nostalgia. And when it stops, my buddy, former Hall of Famer Mark McHugh and I are going to look back at the Mario Party franchise over the years. And you know what? This franchise kicked off with the original Mario Party on December 18th, 1998. Fuck me, we're old. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Let's go. Okay, so joining me via the blank phone this week, as I've already said in the intro, to cover an entire franchise of Mario Party for the second time, because we did it literally almost 160 episodes ago. That's a long, that's a lot of podcasts. Uh, my guest this week is former Remember the Game Hall of Famer Mark McHugh. How's it hanging, buddy? It's going good. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for, thanks for, you know what? Not only thank you for coming back, but thank you for coming back consistently despite the former Hall of Fame tag <laughs> that has become so infamous. Like, I can't, your name can't come up 
around our parts like in the remember the game industries anymore without that former hall of fame and every once in a while i'll get a new listener come in and they'll be like so why is he former hall of famer and i have to explain that the (laughs) the stink of mario is missing will never be washed away it'll never be gone but here's the thing. I will defend that game to the day. I know it's a bad game. I know it's awful, but I loved it as a kid. Yeah, but you And don't... so it still has those. And like, again, soundtrack is A+. Plus. Oh, sure. I will. But that's all you defend. Is <laughs> We should do it. We could do an episode of this show where it's just you and I arguing about Mario is missing. Because like, it's just, I agree. The soundtrack is fine, but fuck that game with a cactus <laughs> i hate that i don't want to talk about i want to talk about good mario today not because the thing is mark and that's there's a segue mario is bastardized mario does fucking everything today mario is a doctor which uh an episode is recorded about i don't know if it'll have been live by the time this one goes live but we may be talking about mario and his and his doctor fucking shenanigans at some point but he's a doctor he's a go-karter he's apparently the best all-around athlete in the history of the universe he saves the princesses on occasion like they've done just about everything with him and you never see him you never see him working as a plumber though no never never and i i gotta be honest like i'm a little shocked they've never released a puzzle game where it's like mario's plumbing I'm I'm a little shocked that they've never done. Maybe they just figure at this point nobody cares anymore that he's a plumber. It's like it's so like long the pl- ago. Like people do not give a shit that Mario was a plumber back in the day. In fact, I'm pretty sure that like in uh, on the Nintendo website when they were like pushing Mario Odyssey, there was like a mention of like, oh, you know, Mario's been everything. He was even a plumber at some point. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, ooh, they're they're moving away from the fact that he's a plumber you know what i don't remember who said it it might have been your roommate the the gentleman of remember the game industries david ray another frequent guest here it might have been david and if it wasn't i'm sorry to whoever said it but somebody brought up a great point that like mario's iconic without question like everybody like everyone knows that hat the face the mustache the voice like it's you can't not look at mario when you see him somewhere all the bright red and everything like that but like as far as Nintendo's roster of characters, even just from the Mario universe, he is kind of like, he's kind of one of the lamer characters. Like, he's kind of boring. There's just no depth. Well, like, yeah, I never a, I never pick him if I'm playing Mario Kart or Smash or Mario Party. No, na- me neither. Never. And, uh, and there's your segue, is I will say that, like, well, I never play Mario either. Uh, other than when I have to, like a platformer or something. Um, bet your ass that I, I buy like 90% of the games with this fucking name slapped on the cover, including Mario is missing, but I digress. Oh my God, me too. Like Mario got like, I just played Mario Golf to play with my dad and we're having a great time with it. Yeah, like he's done it all. And I will say, and we're going to get, we're going to cover the entire Mario Party franchise today. And we're not going game by game. We're just going to talk about the franchise, much like we did the first time we talked Mario Party on the podcast, because there's just, it's so difficult to keep them separate from each other because they really do kind of blend together. But I will say that while the Mario Party franchise has certainly, so fuck me, has it had peaks and valleys. And the peaks are magnificent and the valleys fucking stink. Um, oh god the whole era where they were really married to that car oh jesus god like why why are you doing it was like the whole is like oh but you have to everyone needs to be engaged at all times you know what no no mario party's fun because you can do your turn and then you can like check your emails or whatever while everyone else are playing and then you all get to play a fun mini game together yeah and the thing about mario party is that like i know that the bad is bad but the good is great. And I would even maybe, maybe, I'd have to really think about this. 
I might even go as far as to say that Mario Party might be my second favorite Mario spin-off franchise after Mario Kart. Cause like yeah. even even when a Mario Party game sucks and it burns me and I fucking hate it, the next time they announce one, I can't help but just be like, oh, like I, there's just something about Mario Party that just works so fucking well, and I don't when it when it works, I mean, um, the game I'm excited for most, like right now, more than like Life is Strange or more than Metroid Dread. My most anticipated game right now is Super Mario Party All-Stars. Yeah. Because that's exactly what I want from a Mario Party game. Yeah. Because it's like I am the most familiar with the first three games because those are the ones, obviously, those were the ones we played the most. Yeah. Uh, I played a little bit of, like, the later ones just, like, whenever I was at a friend's. But the first three were the ones that, like, you we played to death. Oh. Dude, like on the Nintendo's, I remember the when the very because I'll agree with you. I I wouldn't say that Mario Party uh, Superstars or whatever it's called is like my most anticipated game for the rest of the year, but I'm highly anticipating it. And so I'm gonna make a note here because I I kind of wanted to talk about like memories of the old Mario Parties, but I also kind of wanted to talk about the new one. So let's go to the old ones first, and then we'll come back to the new Mario Party. I'm just making a note so All I right. forget. Um, because I agree with you, man. Like, like I've always said, and I've been quite critical of the Nintendo 64, and many people that listen to the show with any regularity know that. And listen, I like the Nintendo 64. I grew up with one just like everyone my age, and I played the fuck out of the Nintendo 64 and stuff like that. But I've that always... controller. The controller's a, a fucking travesty. But I, I think most of my best memories of both the Nintendo 64 and the GameCube are multiplayer games. And... Um, I, I mean, certainly there's, I mean, when you think of that, dude, when you think of the Nintendo 64, like you have Mario Kart 64, you have GoldenEye and Perfect Dark, you have the pro wrestling games, you have Mario Tennis, you have Mario Golf, there's Super so, Smash. Smash Brothers, there's so many great multiplayer games for the Nintendo 64 that it's easy for shit to get forgotten or looked over, but I agree with you. I will say, and we'll get into those in a second, I, I also have a soft spot for the GameCube Mario Party games, because I played those quite a bit as well, but that original trilogy... Too. Pardon me? Those were fun as well, yeah. Th- yeah, they were good. Like, to me, the franchise started to lose its way after, like, near the end of the GameCube era. But that original trilogy on the Nintendo 64, especially when you were, like... I to this day I still remember thinking just how fucking rad it was that you could play four players without needing a multi-tap or anything with the Nintendo 64 like I always thought that was like the greatest thing in the world and Mario Party was just like Mario Kart you could play alone and still have a good time and GoldenEye you could still play alone and have a good time Mario Party fucking sucks by yourself like yeah you can't do that as like a single player oh when you play against the computer dude and it doesn't matter how high you turn the difficulty up and everything it just sucks like it's just because you're right like each of the four players takes their turn and moves around the board and then it loads up the mini game and like when you're playing it with three of your friends then even if you're not because like i do back in the 90s like when these games were coming out we we couldn't we didn't have smartphones in our fucking pocket to check you know, Pornhub and shit, like, while we were playing Mario Party, but, like, you could, like, sit there and joke around with your friends and, like, talk and just have fun, like, it was, but when you're playing it by yourself, you take your turn and then you have to wait for three computer players to go, and the computer players always do something stupid and go the wrong way or do dumb shit, and there's no strategy involved, and it was just, oh, it's honestly... the, The concept was so ingenious because it was a party game. Absolutely, yeah. I just, I, to this moment... I don't know if I can think of a of a game, particularly from the Nintendo 64 era, that because I, I traditionally like to play solo. I love like single player games, and I can't think of another game 
or another franchise that I would put in the same conversation as Mario Party where I'm like, I never want to play this alone. This fucking sucks alone. But with your friends, dude, I don't don't give a fuck. I don't even think there's anyone listening that would disagree with me. Especially when you take that original trilogy from the Nintendo 64. Multiplayer on those three games stacks up against any multiplayer experience on the Nintendo 64. And, and that's not shitting on the other experiences. That's high praise to the Mario Party franchise because there's a lot of great multiplayer experiences in that system. But we all have memories of playing those games with our friends. And it was just so much fucking fun, Mark. Oh, they're so good. Like, I, like, yeah, even more so than Super Smash Brothers. You would go over to friends' houses just to play Mario Party. Yeah. And you know what's cool about Mario Party? And this is, to me, and I think most would agree with Because, like, I agree with you. That fucking... I can't remember which one it was. Was it the Wii U one that tethered, that tethered all of you in a car and it fucking sucked ass? Uh, uh, and then I think they started doing that on the Wii. Oh, I hated that. But, and I and the other thing, and I think this is the thing that we're going to get comments about. Most people would probably say the same thing. The other big criticism of current and more, more uh, modern Mario Party games is that they've just made them so random and just like you finish the game and there's like three or four bonus stars and it's like who lost the most coins you get a star and it was like dude fuck off like make us earn the fucking win (laughs) and at least in the in the in the old games there was obviously luck based of course which was part of the fun of it because like you could play it and even if you were the best player you were probably gonna win but you weren't guaranteed to win but somebody else could land on more like question mark spaces and get the star for that yeah like i always thought less is more when it comes to the mario party games and as they started adding in more features and more things and all these bonus stuff and i know like i i don't know but i think you could turn the bonus stars off and stuff like that but like it just became so randomized if i'm not mistaken and i haven't played the original nintendo 64 mario parties in a long time but like did the star space not even move like once it was on the board i think it was in a place and that was like the goal Uh, of the game some like some of them they were stationary sometimes it would be like bowser and toad would trade places right every time you got a star sometimes toad would move fucking drove me like like, oh the star's over here now like the like super mario party on the switch which we'll get to when we get to the more recent mario party games i thought by and large was a half decent return to form for the franchise but like we were actually playing it about a month ago and my nephew is here at the house and like every time you get a star i think it's toadette that sells you the star now when she moves to another space and it would just become a complete crapshoot of just hoping that she moved right in front of you and sometimes she would move like three spaces in front of you and then you could buy items that would teleport you right to her so you could buy one and then if you had the item to teleport you to her to get another one you could get another one your very next turn and i just i did like it a little better when it was a little bit more strategic like it was yeah. back in the day a little bit i'm not expecting fucking axis and allies out of my mario party um but like Put a little bit of a level of fucking strategy and skill in there. A little bit more, like, skill in there. Yeah, Super Mario Party, I enjoy... I can't play Super Mario Party because, like, my Joy-Cons keep getting drift. I keep buying new ones, and they keep fucking drifting. Of course. So, I'm so stoked that they're like, hey, this next one, you can play with the Pro Controller. I'm like, oh, fucking thank Christ, finally. And you know what's funny about that, too? Is that we're sitting here being like, the Nintendo 64 controller was a fucking abomination, but then we have the Switch, and we're like, well, to its credit, at least the Nintendo 64 controller fucking worked. Like, like we're sitting worked. on it, but at least it fucking worked. Like, I still have, like, my original N64 controller, and it still works. Right. Like, the, that joystick would start to wander, but it would take longer than a Joy-Con would. 
And um, like you can change out those joysticks. Yeah, yeah, you can always just buy another joystick if you have to. Um, like I know there's a store in Edmonton where you can just go and you can like you can get them to put in a new joystick. Yeah, they just pop it out, put it in, and then you're laughing. Um, exactly. But I will say too, that was another thing I found with Mario Party back on the Nintendo 64 was just that controller actually worked. I mean, let's just get the elephant out of the you know elephant in the room. We'll fucking call a spade a spade. Everyone listening to this that played those games back in the day burnt a hole in their palm spinning. Oh that my analogs. god! Like we've in all that done game. that, right? That's, yeah, it was only in that first game that those mini games were in there, and they yeah. took them out for the second one. But fucking Christ, I think there was a point where like Nintendo had to like start sending people gloves. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Like they had a special glove to play Mario Party because of the fucking those mini games where you had to like spin the joy or the joystick around as fast as you could. Yeah, so yeah, of course, yeah. You, always did it with your, you know, it was meant to be done with your thumb, but we always did it with our palm. Of course we did. Of course we did. Yeah, it's funny. I just looked it up, and yeah, you're right. They they even sent out free gaming gloves to the victims of these blisters. Dude, can you imagine today, Mark? Like, they would get sued into fucking oblivion somehow. I'm not justifying <laughs> it, but like, that's, I mean, not to shit on kids today, but like, I'm going to I'm gonna get on my soapbox and be an old man. I'd be like, when I was your age, when we fucking played Mario Party, you wore those scars on your hand like a badge of honor. Like, you took them to school and was like, yeah, I fucking destroyed Mark at fucking Mario Party. Look at this. Look at this pussy <laughs> fucking flaky scab in the middle of my hand. And you kids today are just like, oh, I couldn't, I would hurt myself. You I mean, fucking. I guess I agree in principle, but it's like gaming is the one arena where it's like, these are people who are not good with physical pain can play games. Minus the original Mario Party. Minus <laughs> the original Mario yeah, Party. Yeah, I agree. Like, so we all. No, no, and that game came with a lot of emotional pain as well. Oh, Friendships dude. were lost. We, so I just, I had to get that fucking burn in the hole in your hand thing out. Cause I, I was like, I was tempted before the podcast to tell you, let's go the entire podcast without even mentioning the idea of burning a hole in your hand and then just watch the fucking, the DMs. Yeah. But I was like, if I don't bring it up, I don't want to deal like Mark's not going to have to deal with these fucking comments. I am. And I don't feel like dealing with all of it. So yeah, I, I know that that happened, but by and large, I actually thought the Nintendo 64 controller, like. I remember thinking, as much as I don't like that controller, um, I loved that like people would bring their own over to the house, and everyone had like a different color, and we all were like, "That's what we would do." Like when we'd sit down to play Mario Party, we'd we'd fucking fire a Mario Party, and all four of us had a different colored controller that was ours that we probably brought from our house, and then we would sit down and play it, and it was just like, it was it was a really unique. I don't remember anything like that. Like I like this wouldn't have worked on the Super Nintendo, obviously, because. You know, you needed the analog for so many of the games in this. Plus, you need four players to make it work and all that. Like, two-player Mario Party fucking would suck. But um, I agree with you. Like, this game fucked up friendships. And it's wild because, like, we did you play GoldenEye with your friends back in the day? Oh, yeah. And, like, we would get, you know, we'd start yelling at each other while we played GoldenEye. But you would Especially think... if somebody chose fucking odd job. Oh, yeah. Well, if someone chooses odd job, they're fucking... They're in prison. I've always said they're they're in jail now because they're fucking horrible people. <laughs> but like, you would think that that game would get more heated because it's like you know you got the the testosterone. Like, not to say that girls didn't play, but like, it's shooting and it's violent, and you know what I mean. Like, it's you would think something like that would get you fired up, but Mario Party ruined friendships. I remember vividly. 
getting heated arguments with our friends. If you fucked with someone and like took one of their stars at the last minute or just did something to fuck one of your buddies over while you were playing that game, considering that it's Mario and it's like the most lighthearted, fun digital board game ever, it got fucking heated, man. Dude, because like the like the, what was happening on the screen was half of Mario Party. Like it, because in real life you'd be forming alliances, you'd be like mm-hmm. You know, you'd be making your own strategy. And then, like, if you stole a star from somebody you formed an alliance with, that was it. You were fucked. Yeah, it was, oh, God, That person was coming for you. So, like, Mario, like, what was happening on the screen for Mario Party is really only half the game. And that's what's so genius about it. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, nowadays, and I know, again, we'll get into the more modern ones in a minute, but, like, Super Mario Party on the Switch didn't have online until like three months ago, which was a goddamn joke among, we'll get there. A fucking joke that it didn't have. Dude, and I was like, what? Like, that's the reason I didn't buy it. I was like, oh, I can only play mini game. Like, because if I am playing, because like, I like, again, like my multiplayer, like I don't do a lot of like couch multiplayer anymore. Most of my multiplayer is like, oh, my brother lives in Calgary. My parents live in Cranbrook. We're all going to get together and we're going to play Mario Kart. That's like what a lot of our uh, online or a lot of my multiplayer experience is. Right. So when they were just like, oh, but you can't really do it online. It's just it's like, well, okay, then I'm not going to get this one. So the next one, they're just like, oh, yeah, day one, it's all going to be online. I'm like, okay, sold. Right. And like and the thing about it is like I certainly don't fault it, particularly like the situation you just said where you guys don't even live in the same city. Like that's the only way you can play with each other is to play online. But I will say that like. I'm glad Mario Party launched way back when it did on the Nintendo 64 because it's like I don't play a lot of couch co-op anymore either and I don't particularly miss it. Like it's fun when you're sitting with your buddies playing a game and you're like, you know, like Halo, like my my some of my fondest memories of couch co-op are playing like Halo campaigns together, like on Legendary playing them two player and that kind of stuff. But like Mario Party it's just so much more fun in the same room with each other. And it's, it stands as, as like, it stands today as it did back in the nineties in high school and stuff like that. When you're chirping each other and laughing at each other and plotting against each other. And someone usually storms out, takes their controller and goes home. And it like, it's oh, just a thousand percent, but it was just so much like, God, it was so fun. And I, and to this moment, I can't figure out what it is. That would make you so fucking angry because like we would play all these other games where we would fuck with each other and and screw each other over and stuff like that. Nothing set you off as much as Mario Party did. And I don't know why. Because Mario Party was a bit of a slower burn. Like there was like, it's like Monopoly where it's just like, oh, it gets into your head. Whereas like GoldenEye, yeah, you're shooting each other. But then you're like, oh, I die. And then I respawn right again. And oh, oh, the game's over. Oh, you won that one. All right, let's play another. Whereas Mario Party, like it took time. Like it was like an hour to like an hour and a half to play through a game. So yeah. like you were committed to that round. That's a good point. You're right. You fucking like, Mar- I was thinking of Mario Kart. And you remember in Mario Kart 64 in battle mode when you died, then you turned into the little bomb and then you could drive into yes. someone and blow them up and take one more balloon away. Like, and you were just a piece of shit if you did it, but we all fucking did it. Cause it was, you would have to, whoever took you out it. of the game. Of course you did, but you're right. Of course. That a game of Mario part or a game of Mario Kart was fucking 10 minutes. And then you're like, all right, let's go again. You're right. This was uh, especially cause we used to play it with like, we would turn the turns fucking up 
and get comfortable. Like this would be a fucking, this would be an evening. And we've all been there. We've all been playing a monopoly or something where, you know, you're going, you know, you're, you're so far behind that you can't win. It's just a matter of having to play it out. And but like when, you know, you can't win, you just see, you now have the freedom to play like a maniac. Oh yeah. And that was the best part, dude. I, dude, like, Oh, when you got a chance to like steal a star from somebody or something like hurt somebody and you had to make a, like, that was one of the funnest parts was making that legitimate decision between, do I go with strategy and go after whoever's who in first place to try to pull them back to the pack? Or do I fuck over my girlfriend or my boyfriend or my buddy? Like, cause sometimes it was more fun to just fuck with someone that already was like, maybe someone that was trying to catch first place. If you were out of it and you were like, or instead of knocking you over, it's like, I don't care who wins as long as it's not you. Yeah. Yeah. And the scores, man. And I don't mean scores like the tallies, but I mean like the, like the beefs, like to settle those scores. God, it was so much fun. And then, like, dude, sometimes you go into mini games. Like, I gotta be honest with you, I always hated when you had to do three v one mini games. I don't mind it when it's everyone for themselves, and I don't mind it when it's two v two. But when you have to go three against one, like, I always hated those. I, I don't. There's very few examples of the three v one games that I really liked. Um, but when it was two v two, or when it was everyone for themselves, I, I particularly loved when it was everyone for themselves. And like the game that sticks out in my mind the most, and I can't remember which Mario Party it was from. I've probably been in a few of them now. But you're on like a on like a platform, and there's no edges. Like it's a circular platform. You could fall off the edge, and all four of you are just running on a ball. And all it is is yeah, trying to bounce. I think that was on that was in the set first one and the second one. Like to me, that was always like one of my favorite games because yeah, like it was. We would always if someone was really ahead in the lead. We would all be like, well, let's fucking get, you know, Steve, because he's in he's in first place. And that kind yeah, of stuff. So but then, then it's three versus one without like even though it's a four player game. Yeah, because I'm and I'll tell you, man, like l- make this known, okay? And if I ever get on some kind of a reality show, like a survivor, a big brother or something, it's not a matter of will I stab someone in the back? It's a matter of will I get to everybody before they figure out it was me. Like I am a fucking piece of shit when it comes to games like that. Never play risk with me, because I will fuck you over it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when and in Mar- <laughs> I, I will fuck you over and in mario party there was nothing better than being like all right the three of us have to get you know joe because he's in the lead and then as soon as the game starts and we go at joe i accidentally i i i unaccidentally on purpose bump you off instead and then i'm like i was going for joe like i that and then it would start to get heated and then you start fighting with each other and then it would be like turn three of like 40 turns because we'd always turn it right up and it was just the best like the laughs it was just it was this odd combination of fun and anger that like I, very few games are able to replicate like very very few games are able to replicate there's so much fun these games god i love them oh dude but now that's talking the 64 and then i i think that like I mean, I don't remember all of them. Like, I'm looking at it right now, Mark, and it's fucking wild, dude. There was three of them on the 64 and then four of them on the GameCube. And I think... Yeah, like, there was a point where, like, there was almost an annual release, and I think that was too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I... It's like, at, like, at some point, like, you just kind of start, like, you kind of just start running out of ideas. Like, I guess the gimmicks changed as the hardware changed. Like, there were a lot, like, on the Wii one, there was a lot of... I remember on the Wii one, there was one where you had to like shake up a bottle, but like it was you just shaking the jo- the Joy-Con up and down 
And so, of course, everyone was like, ha, 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 we're all jerking yeah, it. Yeah, we're all jerking off. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Where, like, oh, there's so <laughs> many pictures of people playing that game, and all four of you have your Wiimote just fucking, yeah, just just, just like, rubbing one out while he fucking play. <laughs> but uh, I never lost that game, um, for the record. Uh, no. Um, but, the, yeah, I agree with you. The GameCube was where, like, like, dude, like, I didn't realize there was, like, and I'm sure I played them all, because we used to play game Mario Party on the GameCube all the time. I've, I've told this story many times that, like, the GameCube PS2 Xbox area is notoriously where I really fell out of gaming and I wasn't playing very much, but we would all like, we would go to Blockbuster and rent a Mario party and then all just sit around and like take turns playing Mario party for a night where we were drinking and stuff. And it was so much fun. And those were perfect rental games. Absolutely. They were. I actually think Mario party, like, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm fairly tempted to buy the new one that's coming out on the switch. And I have super Mario party. Um, Oh dude, the new, like that's going to be a day one buy for me. But right, but like because it's got online and stuff, you can play it with other people. But I do agree with you, especially back in that era. Like they were, they were great rental games. But like that, there was four. I kind of like like Mario Kart. There, there's one per console, and and they they fucking they go all in on those. And I and I think there's something to be said for that. And I like they really they fucking like even that they churned out three on the Nintendo sixty four. Like there was one Mario Kart on the sixty four. There was one Mario game. Like there was one tennis, one golf, three Mario parties. I think once yeah. they released the first one and the and it blew up because that was a huge game when it came out. And they were like, dude, this is not really that hard to make more of these. We just have to come up with a bunch more mini games and design a few new boards and we could sell it again and we could sell it again. Um, I didn't really think well, of it they, at the they time. They found a winning formula very early on. Sure they did. But they also found out like they were like, these are not... I'm not trying to sound like a game developer because I'm talking out of my ass. I don't know anything about making video games, but I'm I'm willing to like dollars to donuts. It it takes a fraction of the time to make a Mario Party that it does to make like a Mario Kart or a Smash Brother, which is no, why they absolutely, which is why they come out so much. And I do feel like it was during that GameCube era that I feel like the the and maybe not everyone will agree because I know some people like one of the, like at least Mario Party Nine on the Wii. But I think that by and large, at least for myself, that was when the franchise kind of started to become. It went like I'm trying to pick, figure out how I want to word this. It kind of went the way of like Madden, where it was just like it, it became like it wasn't special. It was just well, we're gonna get another one. We're gonna get another one. We're gonna get another. Yeah. One. And, and it's like every one of those ones on the GameCube, they're fun games, but like if you had never played a Mario Party game, you could pick up any one of those games and have an absolute blast with it. It's just that we got tired of the formula. Yeah, like, and it was like, I'm not buying another one of these. Like, I'm not buying another one of these, especially because, again, unless you've got at least one other person to play, even if you have to play, dude, like, it sucks even with like two, like, if there's two human players and two computer players, that kind of sucks. 3v1 is a little better until you get into... Oh, have you ever... Like, and it doesn't matter if this is on the 64 or on the fucking Switch. Dude, is there anything worse than playing three humans and a computer player and then going into a 2v2 minigame and being the one that gets stuck with the computer player? Ah, oh, and you know oh, yeah. you're going to lose. The computer always sucks. Always sucks. And it just... Ah. Oh. So that's Especially, the thing. like, if you're on that, like, minecart one and you have to, like... It's like, no, 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 you... I hit the button and then you hit the button. Yeah. Where you have to be able to talk to each other. Right. And that's like fucking Nintendo. Like not to, I know we're kind of hopping all over the map here with this, but like to get into the new games, like that new one that's coming out, the superstars or whatever the fuck it's called. That's a rad idea. But at the same time, it's like, I really think it'd be a lot like you're going to have to use discord or 
FaceTime with your friends. If you're like, you got to be able to talk to each other. It just isn't the same without being able to talk to each other and, and plan stuff out. Um, oh yeah. And like, I like, and I just call my, like, and I just call my friends or I right. just call my parents when we're playing together. Like God forbid Nintendo just put fucking voice chat in their online, but that's a topic that we've covered a million times. That's a topic <laughs> for another day. Motherfuckers. It is like, it would be nice if they did that, but like, just because I, like I've never felt like anything was particularly lacking as far as just like, because like it's super easy to just call your friends and it talk. is it still fucking irritates me though like it should be but it, that's another day like it should be in there um yeah but like it started out so basic and then they started adding like more like you could get fucking you could buy like all kinds of items and candies or whatever the fuck you want to call them and then the board would shift around all the time and i i don't like i will say and like i th i think this is a fair point that i think people need to remember even if you don't like the fact that they release a mario party every fucking three months or they did it for a while and stuff like that at, at least it's not right click save as mario party 6 right click save as mario party 7 the innovation didn't always hit the mark but at least they were trying to add new things to it i will give them that it just felt yeah. like they, it almost got too convoluted and i was like i just want like we were playing super mario party the nintendo switch one when my nephew was here and it's a fun game i, I actually think it's the best mario party in quite some time but I was just like, I just, I just, I long for the fucking old school Nintendo 64 days with less gimmicks and just quality mini games. And it was a little bit more skill and strategy involved. Like, and that's what I'm praying that the new one that's coming up is because Mario. Well, that's a hundred percent what it is. It's just <sighs> the N64 boards and the N64 mini games. I know. I just, I just call me cynical if you have to. I just have very there's part of me that's like it up somehow it's nintendo i'm like you could fucking you could knock this out of the park harder than you've ever knocked a ball out of the park in your life or you could fucking nintendoize this and it's like please just <laughs> don't overthink this like don't it's not you oh my god don't you don't have this. to do the paper mario treatment of this oh like and like the thing about it is it's not just mario party like nintendo's done that i as far as i'm concerned like I wasn't super impressed with the new Mario Golf. I feel like they've done it with tennis. They did it with Mario Part or with Mario uh, Paper Mario Part and me. Like I know some people argue that Mario Kart has become too much luck based because of the blue shells and stuff like that. I think Mario Kart 8 is the best Mario Kart ever, but I can understand where you're coming from. I get why Nintendo is trying to make their games more accessible to everyone because there's so many switches out there owned across so many demographics that you need to play to everybody. All I want out of the new one is like, if you want to make those old Nintendo 64 games more level playing field for everyone and more of a crapshoot, make that an option and then make like classic. Like that's all I want is something where you can pick classic and then it's just vintage Mario Party. Like vintage old school skill based Mario Party. That's, I'm Dude, fucking wouldn't it be cool that. if you could also play with like the end, like the old school graphics as well? Mm-hmm. I would love something like, like I, that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, they, the new, like, the way they've updated the game, it looks fantastic. But there's sure. just something charming about those old, shitty, blocky graphics. I agree, man. Even that music. When I hear, like, you guys will have heard the music when this episode started. Like, that old Mario Party music just takes me back to high school and just sitting on, like, my buddy's couch and, like, all of us just playing Mario Party together and just fucking laughing and just having so much so much fun and what i really think the charm in mario party is whether the game it's a good iteration of it or a bad iteration is that anyone can play it I, I think that skill will win out most of the time especially in the older mario parties but like 
I can't hand a, a Nintendo controller to my my dad who doesn't play video games and be like, hey, play Mario Kart with me. Because he's not like he's not even be able to make the cart fucking go. Like he's gonna be like, this fucking sucks. But Mario Party, outside of some of the mini because some of the mini games get a little bit convoluted, but like anyone can just pick up a controller and play the basic concept of Mario Party. And I think that's really the genius of it. Is it's this Mario game that you don't have to be a gamer to be able to sit down and enjoy playing with your, you know, your friends or your family or it's, fucking who It's kind of like, do you, it's like, do you know how to play snakes and ladders? Yeah. Then you know how to play Mario party. Yeah. And then exactly. the game, like, and even like the parts that are like, Ooh, we're not sure. Like they give you the option to be like, Oh, you don't know how this mini game works. Well, here, let's do a practice run. I always loved that. I, we always played the practice runs and they were so much fun. Like I, because there was no pressure. You could just fuck around. And dude, some of those games, and I'm thinking more, I think in the GameCube era, a few of them particularly, like some of my favorite mini games are ones where you, you actually, you split two V two and they split the screen in half, like vertically. And you have to run like through an obstacle course. And one of you will have to run to like a switch and then like turn the switch while the other one like stands on a platform and then it pivots that platform across lava. And then the one that went across the lava has to spin the switch and the first person has to get back on. Like, you know what I mean? Like those obstacle course teamwork games. I fucking love those types of games too. So much fun. And you're arguing with each other, but laughing the whole time and stuff like that. And just, oh God, I fucking love that. I love Mario Party. I the franchise lost its way and I feel like it's starting to come back and I'm hoping to God that they've got it down now because like Super Mario Party on the Switch sold like motherfucking fire. Like Mar- there's still a huge demand out there for Mario Party. And it's like, and like, uh, well, like what, what frustrates me about that Super Mario Party is they had four boards and then they never added any, like, we were like, oh, it's going to start with four boards. And it's like, no, it just has four boards. That's, yeah, I agree. That's where I was going to go. And listen, like, we actually just did an episode of Expansion Pass about sports games. And the overwhelming sentiment from people that play a lot of sports games is they're sick of just paying $80 a year for a roster update. They're like, you know, really, a lot of people would like to see them just release like a, a, a football, like NFL game. And then just every year for like 15 bucks, you can download like new rosters or something like that. And I agree with you like with Mario. Cause like, I'm sure that they can't, I I've, I've always said the reason I don't think they do that with something like a Madden is cause I assume that their contract with the NFL PA says they have to release a game every 12 months because the players get a, that's a huge payday for all the players that are in the game. I assume it's got something to do with that, but like Nintendo doesn't owe anybody anything. They own Mario party. These are all their IP. They don't have any licensing deals with fucking anyone or anything like that. I agree with you, dude. I was fucking shocked. I mean, I think it's ridiculous that Super Mario Party didn't come with online, but that's a different argument. Shocked that they never just rolled out DLC for that game because that game sold like crazy. And Mark, you can't tell me that if they had been like, hey, by the way, we have two new boards, they're 10 bucks. They they yeah, would Of course we would. Of course. If if and I don't know the numbers, but let's just say 10 million people own Super Mario Party. At least 3 million of them would have paid 10 bucks for just two more boards. No other characters or anything, just two more boards. People would have paid for it. I was floored by that. That just, this game seems like, and that's what I'm saying. And like, I understand that with the Nintendo 64 and the GameCube in particular, they couldn't necessarily do that because those consoles couldn't go online. But like with today's, dude, if I was in charge of Mario Party now with today's consoles, it would be a once per generation release. And then just every year we'd, we'd throw, you know, for 10 bucks, add two more boards and another character. Just like they're doing with Smash. Exactly. Exactly. And Smash Brothers prints money. And I get that 
Mario Party might not quite be on the level of Smash Brothers, but it could print money too. I, I, to this moment, I am shocked that dude they released DLC for fucking Mario Kart on this on the Wii U, and it was awesome. It was such a great deal. I'm surprised we never got more of that, and I'm shocked that they haven't done it with fucking with Mario. Party. Well, I'm like. I, I, I'm actually also like extremely surprised that they never did DLC with Mario Kart 8, even if it was like, like I know that they did for the Wii U version, yeah. but like yeah. when it came to the Switch, like that that game sold so well that they could have easily been like, hey, we've got uh, 12 more maps. It's uh, it's 20 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Would have sold insane. I can't, like my only, I'm I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and hoping that they're, that they're making Mario Kart nine. And that's where that is. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm hoping as well, but you never know. But Mario party, like even Mario Kart, I don't think Mario Kart, like I adore Mario Kart, but I don't think it needs DLC as bad as Mario party. Cause like, if you fire a Mario Kart eight deluxe today, uh, what is there? I think there's one, two, three, four, five, six. What, how many fuck? I can't even remember how many cups there are now. I can't remember if there's eight cups or 12 cups. But either way. I think there's 12. I, I think, think there was 12. eight to start with, and then they added four. So I, I think I, there's 12. I think you're right. So if there's 12 cups at four tracks each, that's 48 tracks. Like, that's lots. Whereas there's four boards in Mario Party. And yeah. in the old days, that that worked. Because I don't know how you were with this, but like like I said, I, I, I think we owned Mario party two on the Nintendo 64. And then I never owned one for the GameCube. We would just rent one when we wanted to play it. And that was, that was plenty. But like, I look at a super Mario party on the switch today and I'm like, it's a tough pill to swallow 80 bucks for a game with four boards and no online. Cause I know it, it didn't have it for the longest time. And you couldn't play it on the switch light <laughs> or like and without, you could, like, yeah, and you could, you couldn't use a pro controller. Yeah. Like it just, and it really, you know, what really frustrates me about the latest about Super Mario Party on the Switch was that there was a there was a really good fucking game in there. I love the idea of being able to add like buddies and having. I, you know, one thing that I really like. Remember, I was saying that I want less flash and just more more substance in the game. One thing that I fucking love about Super Mario Party, and I can't remember if any of the other ones did this, was that the every character had their own dice. So they could either just roll a one through six dice, or they could roll their special dice, and every dice had different numbers on it like oh yeah i loved that and i'm like dude that's the shit i'm looking for like make each player play just a little bit different and that kind of stuff that's great additions but i i I don't on one hand i'm like it really frustrates me that they fucking they kind of fucked this franchise up for as long as they did but on the other hand i'm like it should really say something to mario party's popularity and staying power when they've released so many mario party games and we all know that they haven't all been good but every time one comes out it sells like gangbusters like people love this fucking franchise um and really at the end of the day it has nothing to do with mario other than the fact that you play as mario characters it's just a fucking it's just I, a mini said, game. I don't think that this would have been as successful if they had just called it Nintendo Party and you played mm-hmm. as like generic people. No, no. Like, I think it like yeah, you definitely needed that like that stamp on there. Like or, there's been tons of games that have like tried to do the Mario Party thing since that haven't been like <laughs> you, I don't know if anyone else remembers this. Do you remember like the Rugrats party game that was like trying to do the Mario Party thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, but yeah, I can just imagine rug, how good it yeah. is. It was, you know what? We rented it. It was fine for a weekend. But yeah, there was like so many copycats of this uh, formula. Right. No different. And then just, 
and it just like devolved into shovelware once yeah. the Wii came around, came yeah. along. No different than Mario Kart either, right? But it's just like people see that Nintendo fucking has come up with a great idea, and then they they hop on it. Like I'm on the um, I'm on Wikipedia right now, looking at the Mario Party Wikipedia page, and the Metacritic scores. The highest score to this day is the original Mario Party on the Nintendo 64 with a 79. And then they go 76, 74, and that's the three Mario Parties on the 64. And then on the GameCube, it's 70, 69, 71, 64 for the four of them. 62 and 74 on the Wii, 67 on the Wii U, 76 on the Switch. The second highest rated Mario Party on Metacritic is a tie between Mario Party 2 on the 64 and Super Mario Party on the Nintendo Switch. So wow, that's so like yeah, it's a pretty big like. Oh, that said, seventy like in the seventies seems low to me, especially for that first one. Well, I mean, yeah, I get it, but at the same time, like, I do think as much as I like Mario Party and as much as a lot of us like Mario Party, it is a niche topic or title. And if you <laughs> and I don't mean this to be like I don't mean to sound like a bully or something, but like if you don't have friends, Mario Party is useless to you. Like, and I don't, yeah, like, I know it sounds shitty because I didn't have a lot of friends, but like, it just, you can't, you can't play it alone. I don't care what you say. No nerds allowed game. Right. And the thing is, is I'd be willing to bet you, not that these little kids are leaving scores on Metacritic, but all the way back to the Nintendo 64 one, I guarantee you there were parents that bought this game for their kid thinking like, Hey, it's got Mario on it. It looks cute and adorable and stuff like that. And then they found out that like, ah, it really gets old fast playing it by yourself. And maybe you live like out in the country where you don't have, you can't have your friends over every weekend or whatever to play. And you're like, well, this kind of stuff. And like, I will say that like, it doesn't matter if we're talking about the most recent one or we're going back to Mario party one. If I like to me, the, excuse me, the overarching big criticism of Mario party is that I'm shocked. They didn't do more to make them accessible alone, like more fun to play by yourself. If we can design computers that can beat world champions at chess, then like, you can't convince me that you couldn't make a Mario party that would play competitively with three computer guys against you. Like, I can't be convinced of that, but for some reason they don't, it's just not, you know, even if you turn it all the way up to hard and they beat you in some mini games, they just play like idiots on the board. And it's like, that should be the easier part. Just make them always take the choice. That'll bring them closest to the star. Like that's like, yeah, they, yeah. Like Earl, like that AI is like Nintendo is cut can be shitty for like their computer player AI sometimes. Like, yeah. especially like series like this series, like Pokemon, where it's, it's like, why oh. are you trying? Are you trying to My, play against me right now? I've had this argument with people before, because I understand that Pokemon is uh, people make the argument that, you know, it's, it's baby's first RPG and they want to make it you know accessible to anybody. But like, I can't be convinced that there's some reason they couldn't have just put a hard mode in Pokemon games where your opponent just plays a little bit of strategy. Like I can't be convinced that that wouldn't be an option. And I will say that about Mario party. And to me, if like the two major criticisms I have of Mario party as a whole is that one, I feel like they've gone to the well a lot and started to water it down. And maybe they're like, you went from three on the 64, four on the GameCube two on the Wii, one on the Wii U, and that'll be two on the Switch. That's not too, like, to me, two is the limit per console generation. Two is the limit. And I'd be happier... Like, the three on the N64 were solid, but yeah, since then... Yeah. 
And like, and even those three, like there's a reason those games aren't cheap. Like if you want to track down a physical copy of a Mario party on the 64 today, doesn't matter. I mean, if you want number three, especially you're going to fucking pay, but none of them are cheap because a lot of people, like, like you said, first of all, I can't imagine there were too many people that owned all three as kids and they were great rental games. I think that like, I bet you more people rented these games than bought them because they were just such a perfect game like oh you're having a sleepover this weekend go rent mario party but if you were a kid dude imagine like when you're 14 years old and you have a nintendo 64 and like christmas is coming up and they're like you know whether you're writing to santa or fucking your parents or whatever and they're like what's the game you want the most no you weren't gonna spend your pick on mario party like like and i love it right and i love mario party but like with the wrestling games and the fucking the, the the Mario games and the Zelda games and Donkey Kong 64 and the Banjo-Kazooies and the shooters, you weren't burning your pick on fucking Mario Party. Um, so No, I, that's a decent point. And so, like, that's where I look at, like, that they've released three, four per console, and I'm just like, dude, just give us one. And I know renting isn't really a thing in the, anymore, but, like... Give us one really good one and then leak out some DLC. That's all I want. Like, and that's for all, whatever the Switch 2 is, that's what I would, like, also like to see. Me too. That's all I want. I want one per generation. Dude, I, like, I see no reason why you shouldn't treat Mario Party no different than you treat basically every other Mario franchise at this point. Give us one per generation. And then if you want to milk that cow with DLC... Quite frankly, Mark, like, I don't know how you are. I very rarely buy DLC for games very rarely i bought the mario kart 8 dlc because mario kart (laughs) i would have given them 20 dollars just for some new music like it's mario kart i fucking adore that franchise and if they released mario odyssey dlc which i fucking wish they had i would have paid for it but by and large i don't i don't pay for dlc but if there's ever like outside of stuff like smash brothers i'm like is there even a franchise in nintendo's library that cries for dlc more than mario party all you got to do is keep updating the boards with new boards and a couple of new mini games and we'll keep giving you fucking money and we won't trade. Them and then in. like maybe a few, maybe like the odd new character here or there. Sure. Like, Oh, now we've got like, Ooh, a Zelda themed uh, board board or, Oh, we have a, we have like a, a Kirby themed board now, like just shit like that. Well, and I've, I've seen people that are calling for like, they would like to see it go from Mario party to just like Nintendo party. And Dude, then yeah, like in- next generation, if they made like a Nintendo party gate, like, and uh, yeah. And I think the same thing about Mario Kart, like right. you don't have to call it, you could still call it Mario Kart, but like adding in like some Kirby stages or some more Zelda stages or, Dude, can imagine how cool a Metroid stage would be in a Mario Kart game. Oh yeah, it'd be awesome. And I agree with you. Like, or imagine how cool a Metroid stage would be in a Mario Party game. Agreed. Yeah, I love that idea. Like, I wouldn't change the title because Mario Party is what sells. Like, people know that know that name. Like, I I would go as far as to say Mario Party might not be on quite the same level as Mario Kart as far as global um recognition but it's very close like people know the mario party franchise that like when yeah. you hear those two words you're like oh fuck yeah and that's and you know what mark kind of to start bringing this thing back home like to me that's <laughs> there are games in this franchise that i love there are games in this franchise that i hate i find it personally almost impossible to tell them all apart which is why we're not covering them individually we're just blending the franchise together but even though i've had games where i'm like this kind of sucks there's that one like you said in the car that completely fucking sucks i thought the switch one was good but missing some stuff that it should have had 
Um, yeah. It's, I, I think that it should be a testament to the Mario Party franchise that despite all of those things that you and I just said, despite the fact that there's a whole generation of us that probably still have somewhat noticeable scars in the palms of our hands from playing it on the Nintendo 64, every time you hear those two letters, those two words together, you can't not at least be like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to watch this. Like, I'm going to watch this trailer or this announcement. It's Mario Party. Like, Mario Party is just so much... God, they're just so much fucking fun. I don't... Like, even the bad ones are still pretty fun. Well, except that one where you're all stuck in the... Dude, not only the one where you're stuck... Dude, but even that one. Like, yeah, like I had fun playing that. Like, it definitely... It was like, ooh, I prefer the old one, and, like, the games aren't as good. But they were still fun. Right. I, I mean, I like the... I like... Like, I remember, it's particularly the Wii U one. I never owned the Wii U one, but my nephew did. That was Mario Party 10. And I want to say that, like, one of you played with the gamepad and kind of controlled the game differently, and then everybody else would use, like, a nunchuck, like a Wiimote or whatever to play, and it was kind of different. I do like there, that. Yeah, there was, like, a mode where, like, you could play, like, one person plays as Bowser and everyone else tries to beat up. Yeah, which I fucking hate. Like, I just want basic Mario Party, and I like it better when, like... It's level playing field. And that's what I think of when I think of the Nintendo 64 and the GameCube ones in particular was just everyone's got their controller. You plug those controllers in. We all are working with the exact same thing. Let's go. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I want. And I'm, I I agree with you, Mark. Like, I have high hopes for fucking this upcoming Superstars one or whatever the fuck it's called. Like, I, I hope they don't fucking... I know that I, you're right. In theory, there should be no way to fuck this up, but I'm very... Uh, Fuck! Please don't fuck this up, because I'm they just could, not. Yeah, they could very easily. <laughs> they could fuck this up. They could very easily just Nintendoize it, and they shouldn't. This like this game should be. I I agree with you. When I saw that trailer and saw that it was like vintage Mario Party, but just re-released, I was like, that's what I. Dude, honestly, I don't know how you feel about this, Mark. I, they could just take Mario Party one, two, and three, port them to the fucking switch like put the three of them in a collect like super mario 3d all-stars they could do that but with the three original mario parties and just put us online put online in it and i would have paid full price for that like well and i think that's what this kind of is yeah to like a lesser extent like definitely like they're not including all the boards not all the mini games but it's kind of like a greatest hits of those first three yeah and that's where i'm just like god please just fucking please get this right i want i want a classic mode i actually really liked your idea of being able to turn on classic graphics dude i played the i've been playing the, or I, I was i was playing the halo master chief collection on my xbox and in the original couple halos like they've been re like remastered and they look pretty now but all, at any point you can just hit a button and it'll switch the graphics back to the original xbox graphics and then switch them to the current graphics so you can see the difference and it's awesome uh, I would love to see something That's like cool that. Just to see the difference. I don't know if anyone's necessarily nostalgia for old Xbox graphics. No, but it was just dope being able to see how it used to look. And that's, I would love to see yeah. that in this, like just a way that you like, if you hit like the L and R button, you can just switch to fucking retro and then boom and switch it up to like the cleaned up newer graphics. I think that would be fucking awesome. And, uh, oh, just, I mean, I know it's going to have online. Hopefully it's fucking real online. And then, yeah, just support it with DLC. That's all you got to do. There's no, there's, I'm telling you, Mark, if that game comes, listen, I was disappointed with Paper Mario and the Origami King. I was disappointed with Mario Golf Super Rush. There's no fucking reason that I should be able to, I should have to come on this podcast in two months or whatever the fuck it is when that new Mario Party game comes out and be like, they fucked it up. There is no reason. Just pick the best mini games, take the best maps, put them on a Switch cartridge and sell it to us. That is all. And give us online. 
and online, of course. But that is all you have to do. If they're if they if they fuck this up, it it that I will come on here and unleash not angry Adam. Straight up, we we discovered that I have another alter ego named Cunty Adam, and he comes out very rare, and he's just a sour person. And that's what you guys are gonna get if they fuck that game up. Because there is no <laughs> excuse. No excuse. And you know what the thing about it is? I don't even know how much they're planning on this upcoming superstars collection to appeal to younger gamers today. I truly think that the prime demographic they're looking for with this collection. Yeah, fuck them. I don't us. care. Like if young people like it bonus, I think they're looking to play to us. They're looking to play to the old people. That but fucking- also like, of course young people are going to like it. It's like, like, I don't think for any of those like gameplay mechanics necessarily aged. No, but I do hope that, and again, this is like this is my big hope is that they if they want to make it, what's the term I'm looking for? If they want to babyfy it a little bit, babyfy it, and kind of just make it you know anyone can win at any time, and it's just you know participation ribbons and all that kind of stuff. Put a classic mode in where it's like no, you either you get good or get fucked. Like I I want that in this. You know what I mean? Because like we would play the Nintendo 64 ones and anyone could win. But, like, if you knew, like, the better gamers in your group were usually the ones with all the coins and stuff like that. And then it was just a little bit of luck to get to the stars. Or if someone Dude, didn't fuck you over. But, like, that said, I also love those, like, at the end of, like, every game, like, a little story would play out. Yeah, I I will say, I know people don't like those little bonus stars and stuff, but I think they're funny because I've no, won I and lost I don't even necessarily them. mean the bonus stars. It's, like, whoever wins in, like, the Western map it now has to have, like, a showdown with bowser and of course they win and they become the superstar and it was just little things like that that made it so chart that made winning feel like like an achievement yeah 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 and dude oh i fucking love how when you get down to like the final five turns they come in and they're like so and so is in fourth and then third and then second and then first and they're like well we need to keep it fair, so here's some coins fourth place, or like whatever, and like you could be winning. Or they'll and be can... like, here's who I think is gonna win, and they'll pick whoever's like in second or third. Yeah, yeah. I always, I, and I know those things were like randomly, they, they meant nothing, but they always cracked me up, because we'd always it didn't matter who got picked, the rest of us would be like, that is such bullshit! And just yell at it, and just like, I hope you guys can hear, I have a smile on my face as I'm talking, because even when this franchise fucking irritates me, and it does sometimes, uh, I just, if you were to like, just boil Mario, Mario party down to like a liquid, that liquid would be fun. Like Mario party is just a fun franchise when it comes right down to it. They're just, God, they're just so many. Everyone that has played Nintendo over the years has memories of playing Mario party. Everyone has to, at least one of them, right? They have to. Oh, absolutely. Oh, fuck. I love this franchise. Um, I think I'm spent. I don't even know, like, how, I don't even know if we can score this one because this was really more of just talking about the Well, Mario. yeah, because, like, some are, like, some are tens, some are, like, sixes. Yeah. But, like, okay, well, the one thing I will say is, like, every one of these games is between a six and a 9.5. Yeah, I'll go, yeah, I'll, yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll give you that. Like, it's... If we're going out of, like, out of 10, yeah, between a six and a 9.5, they always fall somewhere on that scale yeah i'll give you that because even the ones that i dislike the most when you get into the mini games most of the mini games are still fun like it's it's just it's just sometimes the stuff (laughs) that you have to go through to get to the mini games fucking sucks 
Well, it's like it's it's like the Godfather Part Three. It's like that's still a good movie. It's not as good as the ones that came for before it, so it looks worse in comparison. Right. Yeah. 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 And that's like Mario Kart or Mario Party Ten. It's like, oh, this is still like fun, but yeah. it's not what I wanted. Oh, buddy, I'm fucking. I'm not anxious. It's not like I'm losing sleep over it, but like. I'm very I'm I'm excited for this new Mario Party, but I'm I just and I try to be the glass half full gaming fan, but there is just part of me that has this little voice in my head who's like, I've Nintendo, you have fucked up a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like when they get it right, they get it fucking right, but they get in their own way a lot. So I'm just so I'm just very, from what I see from the trailer, it looks like they got it right. I think they I fucking hope they did. Motherfuckers. Because the thing is, is like, ah, we're just repeating ourselves now. Super Mario Party was almost right. But then they just had, it was like they just, they got three quarters of the way there and then just stopped. And we're like, good enough. Yes, exactly. That fucking made me so angry. And then they were like, okay, well, then they're going to add DLC. No, never. Yeah. Yeah. So So I never bought it. So I never bought it because it didn't look worth it. And then like they just added like online. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope that they don't fuck this one up. And I hope it gets DLC too. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't want to get greedy. Let's just, you know what? I'll I'll worry about fucking DLC once I see if they even get like get the game right. Then I'll worry about DLC. Get this fucking game right first, Nintendo, please, for the love of fuck. <sighs> and the DLC would be so easy. It's just old boards. You have to just. It's all you got to do: old mini games and old boards. Add some of the GameCube ones if you want to. Like it doesn't matter. Just don't fuck me. Fucking. <laughs> fucking. Is it not? Does it not just make anyone else fucking insane? That it's Nintendo, like Nintendo makes some of the greatest video games on the fucking planet, but you're also like, they, they sometimes, they just, I say it all the time, but like, I love them, but they make it so fucking hard to love them sometimes. It's like being in a relationship with someone that just has this one tick that just fucking get, you just want to fucking smack them sometimes. It's like, you give us, we liked Paper Mario on the N64. Can we please get that again? That's a perfect uh, example. Like, how, it's like uh, the best we can do is uh, oh, we'll give you one where like you have partners again, but it's like a weird puzzle combat how? and you don't get levels. And it's like, uh, but like, all right. Like, and again, that new Paper Mario is still pretty fun, but it's not what we wanted. No, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm at a loss for like, I've given up on Mario. I'm Paper Mario. I've given up and I, and I love the original couple and I'm just like, I'm, I, I don't think they're ever going to fucking, I, I, anyway. I don't want that to might add- be the eight that they're saving for next gen. Oh fuck! Yeah, right. Fucking that would just like I'll fucking I'll eat my words if I come on here and they're just like, by the way, the next Paper Mario we've we've had it in the cooker. We know what you want because you don't fucking know what we want. Because if you fucking knew what we wanted, you'd give us more of your old games on your Nintendo. You'd give us online that fucking worked. You would have given us a better Mario Party game with online and DLC right out of the fucking <laughs> box. We would have ported more Zelda games over. You would have done all these other things that you should have done. All right, I'm done. I'm not. A new Mario is missing for the Switch. Fuck, you're done. You're fucking done. You're never coming <laughs> on my fucking show again.
And that's going to do it for this week's episode. Mark, thank you so much for giving me a call and reminiscing about ye old Mario Party with me and every single one of you hot dogs listening right now. Whether this is your first Remember the Game or your 165th Remember the Game or you're, you know, somewhere in the middle, whatever. If you're listening to this, Thank you so much for giving us a chance. I really, really appreciate it. We're growing like a fucking weed, and it's because of all of your support. And if you want more podcasts, if you want to support us with a couple of bucks, it's literally the change in your couch. $2 a month. You get two additional podcasts every week. A gaming discussion show and a gaming news podcast. And it's not a boring gaming news podcast. I put my unique, can't pronounce big words, swears too much uh, spin on it. You'll get those every week for just $2 a month, patreon.com slash remember the game. You'll also get instant access to well over 100 bonus podcasts that have already been released. Plus you get Discord access, you can DM with me, you can write in comments to be read on all the shows and all that kind of stuff uh patreon.com slash remember the game we have merchandise you can find that at remember the game podcast.com and uh i mean i'm on twitch i plug it every week remember the game twitch.tv i get on there random intervals but come by and say hi next time i'm on there i'm not looking for your money i've disabled subs i just want to chat with the community that is going to do it for this week's episode. I have nothing left to add here at the end. So thanks so much for listening, everybody. I'll be back tomorrow with Expansion Pass number 77, where we look at Gaming Confessions Part 2, very highly anticipated episode that I hope lives up to the hype. I'll be back on Friday with Game Patch, and I'll be back next week with Remember the Game number 166, which, if all goes according to plan, will be about Kirby's Dreamland for the OG Game Boy. Speaking of Game Boy games coming to the Switch. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll talk to you again soon. Cheers. Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not produce all the content I turn out every week without all of your support. So I would like to take a moment to thank everyone that has supported us at patreon.com slash remember the game. And holy fuck, this list is getting long. Here we go. Get comfortable, everybody. Here we go. A huge thank you to Dave, Makeshift Mallow Money, Todd, Joe Buck, Ben Drinken, Sharonic, Andre, Stupid Monkey, Freezer Burnt, Tyler, Michael Mathis, Fake McHugh, Josh from Press Start to Join, Jeffrey Mathis, Shaley, Keegs in his Stupid Arrow Handle, Jin and Chris, James Clark, Sean Razine, Dave McGee, DNA Gaming, Joe Gillespie, Nathan Warzica, Ashley Cronenbitter, Ben Bullia, Slick Rick, Evan Refuse, Doug Dorn, Chris Fleury, Josh Morgan, Charlie Madero, Scott V, Rex Sheldon, Andrew Wright, Gary C, Divalk, Luca Reskingno, Kate Roberts, They Call Me Badger, Joe Mack, Desert Tortoise, Jordan, Duow, Kevin Hufford, Jason Cortez, The Good Enough Gamer, Fraser Burns, Brian McKay, Alex Martinez, April Sane, Nick Sills, Vladstein, Kyle Paul, Mark 209, Lil Bunny Foo Foo 89, Matt Brown, Ben Boucher, Angry Ticks, Aaron Cuphall, Dan T, Dave Thompson, No One Cares, Mackenzie Wheeler, Brandon O'Brien, Chris Campbell, Chuck Schlarp, Wyman Brooks, Yamcha, Scott Brooks, Leon K, Adam Chirello, Dario Omen, Stitch, Aaron Lawson, Miklos Blackshaw, The T Word, Michael Haig, Mr. Nick, Matt McLean, Brian Ransom, Miles from BringBackRetro.com, White Burrow, Chris Knife 007, Nathan Tromblay, Mark Jones, A Town, Andre SJA Flash, Brian Medeiros, Tom Kite, Danny Vega, David Ray, Geek Life Radio, Morgan, Ryan Yeager, John Quack, Zane Donovan, Adam J, S2S, Jer Bear, Arpad Bodos, Ryan Kinchin, Tommy Reynolds, Defunct, Mike Maloney, Christopher Russell, Brian Bayshore, 
Retro Ghosty Ghost, X Water, Vincent L, Very Cool Dude, Jay Clutch, Starl Probin, Tim Riel, The Giraffe, Jared, PB McFadden, G9PSX, Tim L, Dominic S. Thompson, Martin Greenwood, David Schnatterer, Wolverine Foot Films, Peebs, Silver Grunion, Mr. Satan, Raging Demon, Poops Loomis, 8 Bit Bovey, Pat Duddy, MPG in Buffalo, James Anderson, Amy Gillen, Dana Wuchral, That One Kid Nick, Potato Bob Guy, Mad Shibs, Mercury869, Derek Jane, Rodrigo Tamazi, Kelly, Jesse Clark, Pi Messiah, The Honest Pokemon Trainer, Brocken Newcomb, Zoo Troy, Mfelf, A Novel Console, Kfabe5150, Example Text, AJ Jones, JB Retromania, Ferdy Martinez, Troy Zuniak, Brendan Hine, Boognish, Wolfgang Darren, Ninja Lunchbox 79, Mr. MeSeek0406, Derpimus Prime, Seriously Ron P, Sam Wright, Retro Bismol, Andy Hudson, John Byrne 86, Paul Buller, Joshua Davis, Stefan Fukasawa, Thor the Hammered, Kinslayer, Rogue Agent, Jafar. There's still 200 more of these. Mick, thank you. Mick Jr., Mega Man 2 OG, Good A, Goth C, Dane, Aaron Baker, Lord Finish, K Jam, Chris Copleyan, Spencer C. Weiss, Mandingo 2021, The Saturnian, Cody Poland, JMC, Logan Hale, Doogie, Matt McLean, Pizza Power, Super Nintendo Dudes, Nathan Freak, Mike Burks, Trevor Sevenoaks, Ryan McCowan, Kerry Waka Waka, Fob, Paul Zoe, Wolf Magic K21, Johnny CCDC, Joel LeBlanc, Raul Aguiar, I Worked at Subway, David Phillips, Corey Street, Gary Heather, Carmichael Nicholas, Squints, John DiGiazzo, Tense Sparkster, Omega 88, Swedish Fish, Nathaniel Shelley, Explode Processing, Tim Chombo, Chowdy Laudy, Joseph Gonzalez, Dan Wagner, Daniel McKee, Candido, K Cuz, Guest House Productions, Bones 02, S2 Von 5000, Titan 420, Jose E. Marco, Seth Mayfield, Tom Calvert, Chris Freeman, Kyle Bolton, Scarlett, Zonko 504, Lee Sparks, a Sharp J, Oprah's Iron Fist, Tom Maya, Adam Fair, Russell Aldridge, Chris Dory, Classic Crusade, Big G, Shannon Willis, Scott Roseberry, Karth from KOTOR, Sean Radford, Chance McCoy, Josh Valentini, Hammond Egger, Ronnie Sachs, PK, Jeff Bergeron, Ian Watts, Dale Baker, Joe Kirby, Captain N, Owen the Game Furchuck, Super Dave, Plucky Beast, Matthew Day, Broken Spoilers, Harmonies David, Game Nomad Misi, Tristan, Jerry Robinson, Emily Luna, Kenneth Michael Brown, Leigh Evans, Daniel Stidham, Darth Obvious, Mark or Master Boy, Leon Napscog, Trapper Keeper 1000, Daniel, Astro Alpica, Rob Strothman, Ryan Groinus, Kaiser Dragon, Pee Pee Poo Poo Cuckoo Pants, Kyle Dodd, Jared Boschlian, Stu, <laughs> Stu Bergerick, Eden Awaits 1981, Tunable Power, Barrow, 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 I don't know, the Gray, Beater, <laughs> the gray Bearded One, Dan Taylor, Swanny, Hayes87, Lukey Mull, Danny Proudfoot, John Woodruff, Angel Cortez, Dusty Salad, Chris Meisner, Randy Barrage, Neo Nevis, Andy Spilling, Brian Spritzer, Michael Clark, Chalupa Cabra, Thomas Simmons, Sean Barrett, Byron, Rocker Dude, Saskatchewan River Pirate, What Great Gaming, Mikey NL83, I Am the Mutt, Juga, Brian Sherborne, Joseph Champity. Oh god, I'm sorry, I suck at this. Just a fish, Adam Stank, Generic Shilling, Nope Q, Beth, Rob Kingsley, Benny MB, Shadow Annex 626, Vomit the Soul, Strife 89, Thermopolis, Paul Rakowski, Liam, Mike or Mika Avil, Chris Daniels, Gareth Dunn, Matt Denzalo, Evan, King Caruso 64, 
Davy Boy, Michael Bayshore, Eric Chavinius, Matthew and Jules Forever, Holmes, Ryan Gibbons, Dan S., Adam Goldstein, Beagle the Butch, Austin Oresti, Matt High, Nemo Sandoval, Matthew Centrone, Grim Reaper, Hostel Badger, Thomas Hansen, Zach Shepard, Stefan, Andy Cunningham, Black Silver, Bill Mumphrey, Billy Mumphrey's Downfall, Rico Argentieri, Brian W., Chris Dickin, Jungle Dumpster, Jay Hampton, Alicia Oda, Rage Mo, Thomas G, Man of Few Words, Hans Gruber, Dylan Flora, Max Jack- Jackson M, Joseph Oblivion, Craig Sutherland, Rob Sirino, Pat Myaz, Matthew D'Amico, and Daja1k12. If I fucked your name up in there, consider it a badge of honor because I suck at this. Holy fuck. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to thank everybody. I'll keep thanking everybody. We'll see. When we hit a thousand, if we hit a thousand, maybe we'll see about it. Holy cow. I got to go drink some water. Thanks for the support, everybody. I'll talk to you again next week. Cheers.